no organisation. Oh, well, should we just should we do the beginning yeah, and then I'll give it, the yeah, running yeah. order afterwards? Yeah. We'll do that. Care. That's a good idea. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wolford Weekly, your weekly EastEnders podcast, where this week we'll be discussing the episodes released on the BBC in the UK from Monday the 13th to Thursday the 16th of March 2022. I hope you are well, and I trust that you all are. Uh, what a week it's been in the UK, eh? Snow, rain, storms. Everything, everything you could put in a jar and shake it up and it's happened above us like a mayonnaise drizzle on top of a salad. And just like a mayonnaise drizzle on top of a salad, here's Rob, everyone. Hi, Rob. Hello, Alex. Are you well this week or are you just on something? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Yeah, jolly good. Um, yes, it has been quite a week. The weather has, has been all sorts of mentalness this week. Mm. That's, so just to give you an update on the snow lesson that I was supposed to be having last week. So if you remember, if you were here last week, I was supposed to be having a driving lesson before uh, after the podcast had recorded and it had snowed like mad. By the time I got out the door, all the snow had gone. So there was no excitement. <laughs> you melted it. I, you I were so hot it. as you left the yeah. house. You melted well, the whole surrounding area. Of snow. Well, it's it's been said. <laughs> Not today, though. Christ alive! If the if the if the visual wants to kick off this week, I'm absolutely fine with that because my hair's a mess. I'm not enjoying it this week. Couldn't have done it last week where it looked good. No, I had to do it this week. No, well, I, I know the visuals. Pulled through a hedge backwards and then been taken to hedge parties and just like been hedged all night long. No, hedge funded. Hedge funded. <laughs> By banks that have collapsed in America. Oh my God, we're getting topical, aren't we? Getting so topical. I know. Honestly. It has been quite the week. It has been quite the week mm. in the UK. I'm, I'm sure it's been a, a fun week for everyone else. Um, and a fun week for one person in particular on Twitter who I want to do a yes. shout out for. And that's Bill McConkey. Uh, at Bill underscore McConkey on Twitter. Um, you can find him. And he's got an Etsy page. And he's just released an exclusive print where he's done 200, celebrating the history of the British soap of EastEnders, 200 characters, and it's like a where's Wally, but you've got to find Willy. Where is Willy in that picture? It's a question I've been asking all my life, Alex. <laughs> it's a fantastic print. Rob, it's you, amazing. You've got it on your phone as your Look, wall, wallpaper. It's, on my, it's my phone background. That's how much I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's, honestly, there's about 200 characters in this picture. Um, and it's, it's just all crammed into the bit and it looks absolutely fine. You can see, you can work out who every single one of them is. Mm-hmm. And he's even gone to the trouble of sticking Bradley on the roof of the Vic. What's not to love? <laughs> the speech bubble coming out of his mouth saying Stacey run. Stacey run! I yeah, love everything in this world. But no, it's brilliant. absolutely fantastic. We'll put a link to his Etsy page mm. uh, on the show notes to the podcast. Um, also, if, I, if you're watching the podcast, the Etsy page address will be on the bottom of the screen as well. Um, as well as another Twitter page, which I'm sure Rob would like to promote once more for a brand new EastEnders podcast that will be coming in three weeks time oh it's coming very very soon and you can follow at e20 after dark for all the upcoming details they will be released very very soon so stay tuned for that meanwhile alex we still have some warford weekly to do you're not going anywhere just yet (laughs) you're not you're not jetting off anywhere not for the willow train not for a few weeks yet so let's discuss this week's extenders shall we Ravi is continuing to play his manipulation games with the Fox family, Mm. uh, with Denise and Chelsea. Denise is still keeping him at arm's length, but Ravi's desperate to get some information about himself since he's found out the news that Jack is investigating him. I still can't say that without laughing. And uh, Chelsea uh, is now getting into the fray as well. Although she started dating Keanu uh, this week, uh, he's realised that he still loves... Sharon and so now Ravi's kind of snuck his way in as well and started yes. to 
plant seeds in her mind of whether they could maybe restart and kindle that relationship they started a few months ago. I mean, that was something we we thought was going to happen. It stopped. We were a bit yeah. surprised, but it looks like it's reignited again now. Yeah, and it almost feels as though there was sort of like, a, apart from like the the, the, um, the stuff that actually went on with Denise, it also it almost sort of feels like the Chelsea stuff could have just been going on in the background all this time. Instead of mm. like having Chelsea and Keanu have this random little fling, if it feels like that was that like in the grand scheme of things, if Keanu's gone back to Sharon and um, Ravi is kind of going to start pursuing Chelsea to get to Denise, it seems like maybe that was could have been removed and we wouldn't have known any difference in terms of story. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it just I'm just sort of like why why it, I just sort of wonder why Keanu and Sharon were a thing then. Um, Keanu and Chelsea were a thing then. Like, what was that about? What was it for? <laughs> I think it kind of it was to help move Sharon's story along a little bit as well, because okay. there was a hint of Sharon's story this week with Linda as well, where they were having a conversation over the bar, uh, over the bar when oh, Sharon yeah. said, oh, I've got some ideas for the pub. And oh, then yes. was like, oh, just hold up for your ideas a little bit. I, I just wanted to you know, just play the ground a little bit. You know, I'm really excited for us to have this partnership. <laughs> but we must remember that a few weeks ago, Linda made that mysterious phone call. We yes. still don't know who to. I don't know who that is. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, we know that that's kind of bubbling along. So I think it was kind of just kind of make us aware that, that okay. there's Sharon's there. And but but, you know, you know, Sharon's still very jealous. And she's obviously, you know, she made a few snide remarks when she saw that Chelsea and uh, Keanu were having that date this week. Um, mm. And uh, you know, he's still the father of her baby, LB. Yes. Um, and so I think that that kind of rekindleship is still there. Um, and you know, although Sharon's very busy with the, can we just talk about the kind of the remodeling of the gym because yes it feels a little unnecessary to turn it from this quite successful gym where she was obviously making good money good enough that she was thinking about buying half the vic without any help from anyone to right. now having it turn into a boxing gym just because phil likes boxing <laughs> and they have they're kind of remodeling the whole gym over it so they're spending an unnecessary well, amount of money just to change it from one thing to a very similar another thing well, I wonder if, like, if, I mean, what what's the story in a gym, though, really? Or where is what's the story a in a boxing ring? Other well, than in a boxing ring, his first kiss. <laughs> well, in a boxing ring, you can, uh, like, I think I feel like there's slightly more story potential in a boxing. Like Bugsy ring Malone, yeah, come along with like a <laughs> cream pies. Phil's going to stroll on. If you want to be a Mitchell, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a shenanigan, wouldn't it? If they yeah, came along with these that. cream guns, splurge. Oh, they started Bugsy Malone. splurge guns. Yeah, and they started going in cars where they're yeah. pedaling round round Wolford. That sounds marvellous. I see Freddie in one of those cars, actually. He'd yes. down to a, down to the ground. I think so, yeah. yeah and then, uh, nice. I, I, pl I was in Bugsy Malone. I played Not Fat Sam. I kicked off Is that a true bit. story? Yeah. I'm genuinely yeah. curious. You were in Bugsy yeah. Malone? Yeah, I was in Bugsy Malone. I'm a bit Malone. jealous of that. Yeah, How old I, were you? I'll take it you were a child. Uh, it was a child's production. <laughs> 14, 15, something like that. We right. did, yeah, and I got I got to sing all the all the all the all the good songs, including the Tallulah's number, which I was singing off stage. You were singing, I liked it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Fat Slam, Fat Slam, Bad Easy. Anyway, <laughs> copyright um, strikes. So yeah, that's going to be happening on EastEnders. So that's exciting. Mm. No, I just feel like you know, there's it's it's got more of an atmosphere of boxing ring maybe like you can like the testosterone and the men and and all that kind of thing. Like you, it's, I just feel like there's more to it than a gym. Because, like, what is there about a gym, really? I know, but it just feels like a real unnecessary change. The most exciting thing that's happened in that gym was when yeah. uh, Tiff tried to grind Dor uh, Dottie's face off with a treadmill. That, that was, was good, though. That's about the most exciting thing that's happened, though, really. Well, and didn't they use soon... the gym for the boxing match, the charity boxing match, where Mick yeah. had to so fight someone who had like, severe diarrhoea? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, suppose. that was right. Yes, that was <laughs> God, dark times. Anyway, that was an era, so wasn't it? That it was wasn't a time. just. <laughs> so, so yes, Ravi uh, is basically trying to use Chelsea. He doesn't. I don't think he fancies her whatsoever. Although he, you know, he's basically just trying to uh, get his get his feet under the table at the Fox's family so that he can find out what what is going on and what he's being investigated about and what Jack actually knows. Now he did have a phone call this week. It wasn't on his mm. criminal WhatsApp thing. He actually got a phone call from this guy. We still don't really know what's going on with him, but it seems that Ravi is now under pressure because this, whoever's on the other end of the phone is trying to work out like what Ravi knows. Um, what Jack knows, what's going on. So he's, yeah. he's under a bit of pressure. Ravi spilled and, the beans to his big boss. So he's kind yes. of made the same mistake as what Denise did last week with yes. someone a bit more bit more threatening, loose tongues, perhaps. Loose tongues ruined lives, Wolford. They never learned that lesson in Albert Square, do they? Mm-hmm. Ever, mm-hmm. ever. Not during um, the Blitz, certainly. Now, obviously, because uh, Chelsea, as we said, has sort of, sort of turned around to Keanu and said, look, you're in love with Sharon, right? Me and you aren't going anywhere. Let's, let's just end it now. Amicably, we can still be friends. Absolutely fine, but clearly this isn't going to happen. Then leaves the club where she was supposed to be having this date with Keanu and then bumps into Ravi. And Ravi's all sort of like, you know, smouldering and shows his arms off and, and all of that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> and Chelsea is sort of tries to be coy about it, but Ravi knows full well that it's going to, it's not going to take much more for Chelsea just to fall into those big, manly, muscly arms. Um, and, and then he'll be where he wants to be. Now, what do you think is going to occur here? Because Denise is obviously going to be horrified. Uh, by this and how is she going to persuade Chelsea that Ravi's a Ravi's a wrong because she can't exactly say well actually Jack's investigating the policing because that'll mess everything up <laughs> because then Ravi will so what's she going to do what's going to happen I mean would would Denise not do that that's the thing because this is well, Denise don't forget she's already messed up once she'll she'll probably uh mess up again perhaps but um, you're right because it's there's more to it this time if she was told to, to give more information to Chelsea then it leads to the information of why she's being threatened by Ravi and then perhaps you know, it comes yeah. out that she almost she's played Ravi's bluff because she yes. said to him at the beginning of the week that you go ahead and tell Jack, but I know you won't because it, it's your word against mine. And I don't think he's going to believe you. And I think Ravi's kind of taken that and taken it on board and thought, fine. But now yeah. he's obviously taken this different route where he's trying to convince Chelsea to be with him because that's more, that's a bigger threat. That's her, that's the immediate family now for, for Denise. Um, yeah. So I don't really know what Denise can do other than, and we've been saying this, well, well, there's that. Or she can, (laughs) or she can, she can get, give Ravi what he wants. And that is, sleep with him. You know, I think this is ultimately a power game for Ravi, isn't it? And I know a lot of people have, a lot of people have said like, you know, this is getting a bit creepy for Ravi and it is getting Mm. a bit creepy to be fair. Like look at the lengths he's coming to, to uh, just have one night with, Denise, this is like indecent proposal on steroids. It's insane. Yes. It's like a million dollars. Pa, I'm going to manipulate <laughs> your whole family. That's what I'm going to do. And it's yeah. it's it's quite dangerous that poor Denise has been trapped in this situation because not, don't forget that it's not just Ravi. It's also uh, Callum who knows too. And Callum's already warned her to kind of take a step back as well. <laughs> Detective Callum in... investigates. Callum... Continue. Oh. I tell him, I like Paul oh, Callum, bless him. You know when he was interviewing Stacy. Would he, he be interviewing Stacy? Like, Someone well, who lives immediately coming... on the same street. I know, with. I know. Yeah. But then, to be fair, you could say that about Jack as well. Like, would he oh, be yeah. investigating? Would he be investigating Ravi since I they live on the same square? You know, all that sort of thing. But it was just Callum, like in his little interview with Stacy, going saying things like, 
interview suspended at 11.41. Oh, no. I was like, oh, bless him playing policeman. <laughs> it's very, very, oh, bless him. <laughs> bless him. Um, so, yeah, so we'll see where this goes from here. I'm quite excited, though, because it seems like this is Denise's role within the big six story. And so, yes. obviously, this is, well, this is where, like, Denise's domino is going to start for, is going to start to fall. So I want to see where that goes. This is the thing. I feel like we can't really comment on in terms of like stories going in certain directions and their relevance because it may all turn out still to be relevant. Because even if the Chelsea and Keanu thing was irrelevant, Sharon is involved in the uh, in the big six thing as well. So is, is there something going on there? You know, yeah. it's, you just don't know at the moment, which is quite exciting. I quite like it. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. It's wondering again, and we've talked about this now and then about it it's like mm. what you know it, as exciting as it was getting that big reveal for what's happening yes. at christmas week this uh this year that it kind of you're now always drawing conclusions to how's this link to that yeah so it makes it Red it makes it tricky uh, that's it it makes it tricky to kind of like think well is this going to be associated with that or is this a separate thing mm. is there going to be more to denise's story later on is ravi going to be involved is ravi the body on the floor is it yeah. something to do with the panasars as you say sharon's now kind of will sharon find out about denise's secret so it's 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 exciting that we know this big conclusion that we're getting at christmas yeah. at the same time it kind of it mixes you with emotions of like it, 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 where's the it, there's mystery but there's no mystery do you know what i mean it's, it's it, well, brilliant it's, i'm loving it it's, it's really exciting well, this is what i mean this is why mm. it, it's such a clever idea because mm. because it involves quite an array of characters like spread across the square in terms of like the, the women themselves and their immediate connections around mm. the square as well it means that you're trying to pay attention to absolutely everything in case something yeah. becomes relevant because like in the speed of soaps you know normally Something that happened nine months ago hasn't got anything to do with what's happening nine months later. And yet, so they've clearly done all of this for a reason. So we need to be paying attention quite kind of avidly for the next nine months. So but I'm so happy that the long storytelling is getting involved again in EastEnders. And big, and wide storytelling as well. Yeah, like, yeah it's exactly. The net has person. been cast. And yeah, it's not whole... just one... Yeah, it's not just one character having a having a long term storyline. Mm. This is like effectively going to be affecting everybody in the square in some regard, in some way, which is how it should be. You know, mm. this is clearly Clemens's "Who Killed Lucy" story, which is now going to be spreading over a number of months. Which is, you know, and that's what he's that's what he's come out and said. You know, I wanted a sort of "Who Killed Lucy" type story, but it had to be done differently. Ta-da! Here we are. Yeah, so, but that's yeah. it. This is the thing because we've got we know that there's someone dead on Christmas Day, but then we yes. don't know that it's going to be resolved at Christmas Day. So what? No. Presumably, we will probably yeah, we'll, exactly, we'll, live episode. Well, we'll find out <laughs> who is on the floor on Christmas Day, and presumably who is responsible for the body being on the floor. But then after that, mm. you've got the entire aftermath to come to come from it. It's one of those things that's going to clearly things are going to happen that's going to send stories off in other directions. So mm. it's 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 all good. It's all good. It's very very exciting. So even if something feels like oh, really doing this bit again you've still got to pay attention to it because it may turn relevant I, later on. But it doesn't feel like it's a rehashed of something they've done in the past. You know no. what I mean? It, it, although yeah, yeah. It, it presumably has or you know, something similar has been done, it doesn't feel it because it's got that new fresh paint feeling because of <laughs> how it's been you know, produced to that point. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> you know I what I mean? Yes, it feels yes. again because of, you know, a new lick of paint and it's been you know, vibed up a little bit. You'll miss me. You'll miss my nonsense. Right, I, right do you know now. what the sad thing is? You're I'm beginning to understand <laughs> yeah. you now, which is says something deeply disturbing <laughs> about me. You are. There we are then. You and me are one. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just to put a beard on you, well. and we are practically the same people. There you go. Be twins. I, I eat yeah. more meat. There we are then. So, next storyline on the on the agenda, please. <laughs> I think we'd better move on, eh? <laughs>
Stacey has made a few mistakes this week um, yes. and has tried to make up for them, but unfortunately got her, her into a little bit of trouble. At the same time, she's obviously her money woes. We're still continuing the money problems. This week, uh, as, a, as the new shorthand of we're running out of money, their fridge broke down um, and they had no milk. They had lots of frozen products on the kitchen table, which Jean kept saying throughout the week, they're going to turn eventually. I felt like they'd turned. I felt like they, they had got to that point. Well, Once frozen. a frozen product becomes defrosted, normally you can't eat it. <laughs> that's, well, they that's my understanding. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> bless them. So, yeah, Stacey was going a bit mad this week and was just... She, she, got, she got into a massive row with Kat at one point because Kat kind of bought them a new fridge freezer mm. out of the, the bank of Mitchell. Um, and Stacey was at the start kind of quite grateful for the fridge. Thank you, Kat. That's really nice. Thank you very much. But then Kat, according to Stacey, went kind of too far with her generosity, like bought Lily a new coat and was just sort of throwing her money left, right and centre. Now, and, and Stacey kind of um, got quite stroppy about this and threw some potato fritter things at Kat because <laughs> Kat had experienced the Spanish oh, cuisine the, 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 the Spanish is... cuisine that she's had before. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we're, we're fast forwarding a little bit just because no, we, we so should sorry. say beforehand. Well, I've just thought we mentioned just beforehand that Stacey Go got then. caught returning the money. Yes. And so this all kind of spiraled because of that. So then the security guard, Alan Cope, who lives with his mum and enjoys yes. presumably Star Wars, uh, was get, was basically trying it on. <laughs> I, I like Star Wars too. All Trekkies live with their mums. No judge. No judge. <laughs> Star Wars isn't Trekkie. <gasps> Rob, don't ever Star make Trek. that mistake. Oh, Oh, Go say for Star Rob, Wars. everyone. Uh, Comment Rob. Yeah, <laughs> Comment I below. With I've, never under- Star I've never Wars understood Star Wars. I've watched one Star Wars film. That was the one with Jar Jar Binks in that apparently everyone hates. Oh, well I, done. I, you got that I right. Thought, well, I, I, I thought it was Disney quite Disney Plus clearly isn't a subscription service you're you're on board with. Them, I'm not, it's no, pretty, no. And If you don't like Marvel or uh, or uh, Star, Star Wars, you're in trouble. Uh, Star Trek is Paramount Plus. For all those uh, fans over there. Anyway, anyway, Alex anyway. Alex is from his mum. <laughs> no, exactly. but, but, but I do enjoy Star Wars and Star Trek. Yes, They're all good programs. Yes. They're all great oh, programs. Yeah, so don't come at me, at Rob, because he was the one who confused the two. So turned that around on me. Do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, so he uh, has basically put a... Rep- he went to the police about it because he kind of he kind of said, like, you know, if you go on a date with me, then maybe I'll let you off. And Stacey was all fine with it. But then kind of... Then when he went in for a kiss, she kicked him... Where the well, sun yeah, because... in the groin, which you guys don't understand, and so I yes, kind of got it. He turned around and was yeah. like, "Can I kiss you?" And Stacy said, "No." And yes. to which Alan was like, "And by no, you mean?" <laughs> and then waiting for the kiss anyway. So Stacy needed him in the balls, which I thought was absolutely fine, Need, understandable. Stacy mm. should have phoned Ruby in prison and said, "Like, can you talk to my friend Ruby because yes. she's got some things to tell you about consent, my yes. friend." And yes. it ain't pretty. And about genitals. You think I need me yeah. to or something? <laughs> yeah, if you think what you. I did was bad. <laughs> I haven't got a pair of scissors on my on my spine person, let me tell you. But anyway, Stacey gets questioned by Callum in the wonderful uh, police mm. scene where he used mm. long words. And uh, she did convince the security yeah. guards to kind of let her off. So yes. when she returned, Kat kind of took pity on her, bought mm. then all these things. So bought the new top for Lily, the new fridge freezer. And I felt like Stacey felt like that she was having her pride, but also her responsibility taken away from her a little bit. Yeah. And so she, she like the, the her family were looking down at her and that she couldn't provide mm. anymore and i yeah. think that hurt her she's feeling like a bad mother isn't she mm. because she feels like because i think she she's she feels like everything that's going wrong with this with like the slater's money problems at the moment is all her fault and by that she's letting down her children mm. so when cat comes in like flashing her cash 
um, she, she, she just gets angry. <laughs> then, like, they end up having a blazing row. She chucks Kat out of the house, and Jean spends the rest of the next episode trying to make them make up by going between the two and trying to We're offer sweets. sweets to them. <gasps> Bless Jean. You know, I mean, I it, might I work on me. it might work with me. It would work know? with me. If me, and you, if me and you fell out, and Ben kind of screwed over to me and gave me some toffees and said, these are from Alex. He says he's sorry. I'm like, well, that's fine. That. That's absolutely fine. I, I forgive yeah. you. I forgive you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, so, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> give me a bag of pick and mix and I'm anyone's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so, but the cat and Stacey do make up at some point. Well, kind of. Have they made up by the end of the week? They sort no. of made up, and no, they sort of made up. And then <laughs> because Stacey then offered St- her to give the money, but then Stacey got really upset because she found out that Cat was going for a meal with Phil, and she kind of used that as a comparison because... of, well, clearly you live in uh, the high life now by going to Fargo's yeah. and having a burger. She's just being uber uber sensitive because yeah. Cat had said, "Look, we're family. We're all in this together." And then, yeah, like you say, Phil came in and said, all right, we're off for dinner then. And Kat and <laughs> Stacey took that to mean that Kat was a blatant liar because we're clearly not in this together because you can just flash your cash and go off the Fargo's and I can't do that. <laughs> it was Stacey being silly, basically. Um, silly Stacey. And, and, yeah, and yeah, so she's just getting really, really stressed and kind of like trying to kick off and, and doing all this sort of thing, which results basically in Lily... Um, she has a bit of an accident at the end of the week because she's outside with Tommy and Freddie who were playing with a football. And the, and well, no, they weren't playing with the football. They were fighting. Freddie, you have to remember, is 19 years old and he was having a fight yes. over whose football it was with a 13-year-old. <laughs> Does it surprise you with Freddie, though? Does it really surprise you with Freddie? No, he, I suppose like not, no. It's his sort of bag, really. Um, <laughs> no. And so, uh, Lily ends up getting whacked in the stomach. And because Lily doesn't want to worry Stacey even further... She um she ends up getting Whitney to take her to hospital. Now Whitney's got her own stuff going on this week because Whitney's obviously still trying to recover from um the uh, losing losing baby Peach because the ashes are ready to get picked up from the hospital. So Whitney basically uses Lily as an excuse to not have to face that and takes Lily to the and takes Lily to the hospital. And then Lily is a little mare back at the end of the week. And because um, Whitney starts getting all sorts of like trying to lecture her about how she, how she should be as a pregnant lady, and Lily's like, uh, "Listen, just because your baby died, nothing's yes. gonna happen to me." Which I thought was a bit harsh, Lily. It was a bit harsh. A it was bit incredibly harsh. harsh. And the fact that Stacey kind of didn't really defend it either. She kind no. of like, Lily. Lily. It's like Lily. Don't say that to the stranger. <laughs> Honestly, what's she like? What's she Lily. like? Lily. Eh? I'd be more worried about looking like a bad mother because of that rather than because mm. I can't afford I can't afford to buy me, me daughter a new shirt. But you know, that's Less Stacey. Just me. I mean the relief the relief of not being you know handcuffed by Callum and being convicted and going back to prison. There I are many people there are enough. many people who would love to be handcuffed by Callum, Alex. You know this. I'm sure there would be. I'm sure there would be. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so, so it kind of mixed it all in together because obviously, like you say, it was unfair what Lily had said to Whitney. But at the same time, it's like it kind of put into perspective maybe for Lily for future weeks to think about yes. exactly how adult she actually is to have this child after all. Because I think mm. Whitney did kind of rightly kind of put into her in her place to say that, like, you can't be a kid when you're having a child because that was that that that. that's ended that's the end of it you now have the responsibilities Mm. of having to look after a child children having children you know that kind of old ethos that you used to hear on you know jeremy kyle all the time and it's it it i think this kind of then sows the seas a little bit of where a lot of people believe it might be heading down and that is now whitney taking more uh, responsibility as well with the lily's child as well 
Yeah, because I I wonder where the story is in Lily kind of keeping that. I mean, obviously there's going to be a few months of Lily really struggling, and the fact that clearly the Slaters, the last thing they need is another mouth to feed. So it, I I do believe that 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 is all eventually going to culminate. And of course, Stacy is in the six, so some whatever's going on with Stacy at the moment is is because could maybe be involved in what's happening further on down the line. We don't know. Is Whitney on the um, floor? <laughs> well, <laughs> just happens to be wearing a suit and cufflinks that week yeah. for Christmas. I fancied a change. Yeah, like. Um, a- Phil Mitchell mask on her or something like that. <laughs> I mean, um, I feel after it's like Scooby Doo. <laughs> it <was yes>. Whitney <laughs> revealed all along. <laughs> um, of course, uh, what else is going on in the Slater House this week? Which believe us, we wouldn't we wouldn't give that much time and effort to if it didn't feel like it was going somewhere. And we happen to know that this story, this little crumb of a story, is actually going somewhere. Um, Freddie's been taking photos of his feet all week because <laughs> he, um, to be fair, quite rightly is uh say it believes that he can actually make quite a lot of money from doing this now mm. th- there is a there is a very fair point in this he can make quite a lot of money from doing this all this sort of thing if you're not bothered about the idea of some old pervs um kind of touching themselves I, up I, I, the I, I, feet, i'm just gonna pull you in there don't call you them perverts do... there's perfectly legitimate people who have feet fetishes out there and that's all power to them if that if you're one of them and you're watching or listening to this podcast right now and you find feet and you look at a foot and think cool that's a nice foot then fine that doesn't make you a pervert everyone has different fetishes rob so there i don't i don't personally get it either but then i'm not no, Fine. but like Freddie is putting nail varnish. Is he pretending to be a woman in these photos? Because that's the thing. No, because of... he's he, because they, they they he says he's male. So, but I think I think he's kind of because he was know. putting nail varnish on his toes. Wasn't yeah, he? I think it's I just to class so them why, up a little bit. And that's why I was kind fancy. of like, oh, I don't, I don't understand. But like I say, there is a genuine market for that sort of thing. Oh, big time! There's the there's thing... websites. There's Wiki Feet. Have you ever heard oh, of Wiki Feet? Oh yeah. Yeah, where they take celebrity, basically celebrity pictures, um, mm. unbeknown to the celebrity, of yeah. their feet, and people rate. What them. I mean, that's why I was kind of like raising an eyebrow, saying a little bit <laughs> weird, you know, just trying to just screen grabbing people's feet and sticking them online, and they're like, oh, 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 if only any socks off. Oh. All power to you, feet people. You have a good. I bet the shoe <sighs> people is is offensive to you when you're with kids in the eighties. Shoe people, do be do be do. But but anyway. but but someone who agrees with you actually is yes. Rocky because Rocky was a bit confused by this whole thing as well. Rocky was kind of watching yeah. it from a distance, going, "Nah, there's no way this any of this stuff could be like uh, profitable in any way." And then as the money starts raking in, Rocky, then Rocky kind of steps forward and says, "I'll be your agent for something that Quotation. he doesn't understand or, or agrees with, but now wants some of the profit. It's like he wants to cut in on the profit with it on Freddie's feet on Freddie's well, feet." <laughs> if, 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 does he need an agent really because all he's doing I, I is sitting there because so. Rocky said oh I can give you lots of ideas what is he going to do put a little crown on the big toe or, I mean know, exactly I where is this going where is Rocky's involvement in this going is Harry, is Harry Redknapp coming back for another for another, for another stint <laughs> oh, yeah, nice feet. oh yeah nice feet oh I've got oh, nice feet, feet. Ooh, Ooh, feet. Uh, feet. I don't I, Harry you, you can criticize you can tell me off and slap my wrist for saying that, saying this, that they're all pervs but I'm sorry if you're no I just think it's a generalised sweeping generalisation because you could call anyone a pervert. I Maybe mean, you're a pervert, Rob. If I've offended you, comment below. You think I'm Rob's sorry. a pervert? <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to. Trust me, I am. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so the only reason that we're discussing this is because this clearly is going somewhere. Because presumably, it's uh, we know that Stacy is going to start um, sort of doing slightly more desperate things yes. in a row to get money. We won't spoil it too much about because only sparse details have been released anyway. But we won't spoil what we what we've kind of. Uh, we kind of discovered 
but I think this is what will link into that somehow. <laughs> it feels so interesting she... because you see there's a lot of documentaries well, about it yeah. where it is just everyday people well, who kind of do this. They take photographs I... or make videos of themselves for some money for people to subscribe and watch them or, or have private videos as well. Um, uh, yeah. Euphoria. I don't know if you've ever seen the series Euphoria on HBO, but on um, no. the first series of that, one of the girls at school starts dressing up uh, in like a cat and leather and stuff like that, and starts making money by putting on private shows and stuff like that. So it's it's it's, it's a, every you know it's quite a reg it's quite a known thing, and I feel like it's again it's exciting that EastEnders have kind of like nodded and acknowledged that this is happening. The storyline of though? The storyline of um, what's it called? That's not it. What's 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 it called? Like basically putting yourself in that position, like OnlyFans and all, Only that, fans. And all that sort it's, of thing. Yeah, that, it's, yeah, yeah. But like selling that, selling sexy pictures of yourself. It's not it's, it's not pornography thing. necessarily. No, it's well, just it is. <laughs> it's art. It's art. I would say it's it's kind of a glamour shot. It's no different to what you would open in the pages of a Playboy in like the seventies or the eighties or the nineties. Some of it. Some of it is art. Some of it is art. Some of it is <laughs> pornography. Let's be honest here. Some of it is porn. And OnlyFans especially. It, it depends on what Stacey does, because what Stacey going to? Yes. I, I presume it is it's just, just going to be sexy photos. Stacey's it's not going to be join OnlyFans. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we said it, but I, I presume it's just going to be some sexy photos that Stacey will do. Well, um, it won't be her kind of doing a sexy shot with Martin, like holding some veg behind her, kind of like with his top off, you know, going winking. You know, if you get Martin involved, he might she might make a little bit extra money. But I think I, it's I, the I... kind of stigmatism. <laughs> what if it gets out? What if like Lily's friends yeah. find out? Because Lily's well, already is... getting a lot of bullying from school kids already. Uh, yeah. What if her mum? That won't help. That won't and help. Who, and, who, and, and what sort of person will kind of come into her life as a result of her doing this is the other question, isn't it? Because some people some people yeah, I suppose people might get a if bit you're putting yourself in, if you're putting yeah. exactly if you're putting yourself sexually into the mm. into the sort of in, throwing yourself into the internet then you may well come across i'm sure a lot of people are perfectly the darker side very nice website. but there is a darker side of the there is a darker side to doing this as well which mm. you know might be where it's going and i think it is actually a very relevant story to tell because mm. the only fans sort of thing has really picked up in the past few years um well, it's kind of gone up and down in peaks and troughs. Not that I, I, I don't, I'm not the Wikipedia page for OnlyFans, <laughs> but they kind of try to clear. The thing with OnlyFans is, is You're that they it. kind of, it, it, it's kind of taken the route of kind of like sex, but it's actually meant to be a bit like Patreon in the sense that it's yes. meant to be a kind of a subscriber for either people or a page or podcasts for argument's sake or anything like that. But it's kind of OnlyFans is more associated with the kind of the sexy side of it. Um, mm. And as you say, it's kind of picked up. It had its peak in like the uh, lockdown period of you know COVID. Yes. I think anything to do. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> nothing better to do than Netflix and Apart chill. From each other. All right. Um and uh, so uh, I, I'm I'm excited that they're kind of taking this story with yeah, Stacey. Yeah, so am I. It's interesting. But and I wonder what they'll how what they'll do, how far they take it with Stacey. That's what I'm wondering. Well, I, the simple fact of the matter is, the more you do, the more money you're going to earn. Uh, and if she really and it's we got to mention this week of um, the fact that uh, some bloke that she's borrowed money off, um, who I think is coming a little bit more into it in the coming weeks as well. So if more pressure is put onto Stacey, how much pressure will she be under uh, to maybe put more and more of herself online? Mm. So I think it's, it's, there's an interesting story there to be told, actually, because it's 
it's a it, it, I, obviously I've got no idea you know I, I don't think I'd earn that much money on OnlyFans if I'm honest you know <laughs> you never know Rob you never know uh, unless you start calling sorts. them perverts you'll be alright well actually to be fair some, some of them people like get that. off some of them some like people that people would like that some people would like there that but I feel like I, I hope that what the, that they don't do is they they show as a degrading thing for Stacey to do because it's it, but I think for a lot of people who mm. do it it's empowerment I think for a lot of people it's it's seen as an empowerment yeah I feel like I know that Stacey's in the... a more desperate situation. Yeah, though. and I feel mm. like that's not that's going to be more the more the tone of it. I feel like she's she might they might do it to the fact that she's embarrassed about it, and mm. um, obviously you know if, if it's going to be quite it might be quite easy for someone at Lily's school to find out, and then Lily's yes. life is going to get worse as well. So there's 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 a few different directions that where it's going to go down. But actually, yeah, I agree with you. I'm intrigued to see this story. Actually, I think it's quite an interesting one. Um, it's yeah, but it you know, like I say, if she's going to be under a lot of pressure with money, if she's got it's sort of like a loan shark or something after her, mm. then she's going to need a lot of money very, very quickly. So, what is she going to have to do to, or how much of herself is she going to have to put online to to pay for off any debts that she owes? So, yeah, very interesting. But this is again, and if we're going to entwine it into the end, perhaps the person on the yes. floor could be one of those fans. Shifty of shiv, Christmas Day. <laughs> That's it. Could be one of her only fan or fans, of, or one of Freddie's foot fans. You never know. It could be Freddie. It could be anyone. <laughs> Fred, that's a see. That's they missed a trick there. You should have seen like just a, yeah. a load the camera. If the camera, if the camera had panned down a little bit more, you see the painted toenails. Painted toenails, and we'd have yeah, been like, oh, we would have known straight away. Oh, it's course it's Freddie. That's a red yeah. herring, isn't it? There you go. There that's we are. Be so fun. yeah, bring that on. Actually, bring that on. I can't believe that um, it's all coming from Freddie painting his toenails and sticking it online. But that's the that's. <laughs> the universe we live in so there we, we had are. a little mo mention as well this week i should quickly mention that he said yes. he bought loads are we of, coming um, back to that at any point do you reckon i mean the... if freddie feels like he needs his mum we've said that honest, from the, the beginning question, the question i sort of have about freddie at the moment is he's not he's if he's buying stuff for his mum clearly not falling out with her to that bad an extent uh -uh. so why is he still living in the slater house who can't really afford to keep him when his mum's there who can afford to keep him if it was if i was freddie i'd be like right you clearly can't afford me at the moment i'll go back and live with my mum for a bit and I, or, or something like that you know it's, he's it's, it's too much fun in morford isn't he he's it, made it, friends it, bobby he's made bobby he's met bobby he's so that's bobby. enough to keep him around he's <laughs> made bobby he's met bobby yes. there we are then see where it goes Yes. Uh, right. Um, we'll Alex's be... folk pitch, feet, feet pictures will be available once Wolf. If weekends. people would like a foot photo, and I tell you, you don't want to see my feet photo, then let me know. I might just post it for the fun of it on the Wolfwood Weekly. Painted or not? <laughs> Twitter. It won't be painted, but I, ha I have a bruised toe. So if you like that kind of oh, thing. Oh, that'll be the one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. the one. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Comment below or get in call. touch with us at Wolfwood Weekly <laughs> on Twitter. Would you like to see Rob and mine feet? Because we will. We do it for nothing. For money. For money. No, we do it for nothing. Why not? Like, it could be a parting gift cheap. for the uh, podcast. Anyway, right. We're, we're going right off subject. We've got one more topic to talk about before I ain't want to gossip. We'll be talking about your comments. That's coming up next. Before we start talking about uh, a Lola Emma's story this week, and Lexi, of course, um, I, I, I would do this at the top of the show, but I thought I'd just squeeze it in right now. Brian Kirkwood's two episodes this week on Monday and Tuesday. Yes. yes. My pieces in writing for the Slaters. I... I... You know what? Mark His episodes. Lines he came out with. Fantastic. I know. I've got to be honest with you about Brian Kirkwood, right? <laughs> we will never forgive him for killing off Pat, even though it was Simon Ashdown's idea, but he did approve it. And I, and you know how much I love Simon Ashdown, so it's a complicated relationship, really. But, <laughs> you know, Brian Kirkwood's episodes, uh, I have to say, have become a real highlight 
They're really good, aren't they? Like he's, he writes for the Slaters incredibly well. He, I have to say, he does write for the Slaters incredibly well, and he's and he's getting quite involved with the Lola story. And bear in mind that he created Lola, or his or his era created Lola, so he knows the character of Lola and Jay quite well. So I, I've right. got no complaints about Kirk about Mr. No? Kirkwood. Very good. We've no? given you. Yes, kind of. I'm glad. Kind yes, of. yes, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, 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 his writing's good enough that we'll give him a buy every now and then. Give him, um, give him a pass. but. But anyway, so Jay and Lola uh, have been uh, organising a charity event for Lexi, a Bows and Bells charity event. Um, yes. And Emma's Emma's kind of got involved too because Lexi sent her a text message after she dropped her number to her. Um, yes. And Emma's starting to show a kind of weird obsession with her daughter where she doesn't want anyone else to be caring for her other than herself. She's kind of wants to smother her for herself. Mm. And she started doing that this week when she accused Jay of playing away in the nightclub when she saw them kind of... T- so She saw them talking, uh, yeah. Jay talking to another woman and then kind of manipulated it a little bit. Yeah. Gave, that, gave Jay that weird smile where she kind mm. of thought, ah, oh, I've won this round. Then when Jay and Lola did get back together and she then apologised for it, but that felt like it was kind of like, okay, if I apologise now, it leaves me for an opportunity for a bit later on. So poor Lola is not only having to struggle with her cancer symptoms, where they're getting a little worse this week as well, where she's kind of zoning out, she's becoming forgetful, a kind of dementia seems to be, or or Alzheimer's seems to be kind of starting as well, which I believe is quite common when it comes to uh, a brain tumour. And... Emma and and now she's dealing with Emma's kind of manipulation of her relationship yeah. as well. And I've got to say, I don't know. If, I don't know if this feels necessary to the story. Mm. I've got to be honest. I, you know, I was quite pleased when Emma when she came in and there was that nice moment of of Lola getting some closure about her mum and and all of that kind of thing. But now they're sort of turning Emma into quite this manipulative bitchy type character, whilst going alongside all of these really kind of honest, emotional character beats of what Lola's going through and Jay and Lola sort of preparing for the inevitable and sort of dealing with Lola's diagnosis. I don't know whether it... It's, it feels a bit jarring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, this week I was sort of like looking at Emma thinking, I don't know if I can... I, I don't know if I'm buying this in terms of why it's... You know, I know all stories need drama and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But I feel like the story with Jay and Lola was strong enough without yeah. throwing this additional element into it. You know, it's like if is it misguiding what 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 we're meant to be concentrating on? Yeah, mm. like like I, I I can understand Emma coming in and wanting to kind of be there for wanting to be there for Lola and maybe getting a little bit possessive of her in that case because of what she you know because of she's forgotten so much and she feels like she needs to make it up to Lola. That I get, I understand that completely, but her actively manipulating to get Jay out of the picture feels a little bit wrong to me in terms mm. of what's about about with it being accompanied by this sort of story you know what i mean like, i do i, I do i don't i know exactly odd. what you're saying and it's something that i've kind of i moaned about maybe a few years back where they kind of want to take an issue i it's, the show is nowhere near the amount of issues they used to tackle no. <laughs> a year or so ago and but no. they, you know they, they clearly decided that this is an issue they want to tackle something they want to talk about uh, a brain, uh, you know, brain tumor. Um, if, with a very young girl, um, and how mm. she's having to kind of organize her life so that when she does eventually go and die, that she then has everything in place so her daughter's looked after, her yeah. husband's looked after, you know, her family around her is looked after. Billy 
But I forgot that Billy's kind of gone off and done some work for Grant. So he's kind of yeah. earning a few bit of money. So he's not yeah, there yeah. to kind of like be a security blanket for Lola and kind of like look out for her. So Jay's kind of been left for that responsibility. And I feel like Jay, I'd be more happy if Jay's responsibility was to care for Lola through mm. the moments where she's kind of zoning out. She's forgetting things. And yeah. see that that path, that story happening. And I feel like it's being complicated by Emma's yeah. story. It's so not agree. like in the... It's got like an additional spread of melodrama about it, like, yeah. which feels which feels like it sort of lets that side because it, because Lola's story has been has been really well handled so far and has been really truthful and honest, you know, in the way that we would expect from the show. And then, but to add this kind of thing onto it as well, I don't know if it if it feels like that little bit step too far. I'm not sure. Mm. I mean, what it did give us, you know, was a really nice scene between Honey and Emma this week. Yeah, um, which I thought. I mean, I've got to I've got to be honest. This era has done wonders for Honey so far. Like Honey's been having some really nice moments so far in this era. So more of that, please. Um, I'm really nicely sort of addressing the Honey and Jay relationship and like her role within it and the fact that her. If, if you were to think about the fact that Honey, Billy, Jay and Lola all live together at the moment and actually think about what's gone on in the past, it would be, yes. you know, you, you just it, sort of think, really, really? <laughs> but Honey managed to explain all that away by the fact that it's just a simple matter of trust mm. and adoration in the other partner. I bought that completely. I thought that was quite, I thought that was quite well handled. And that seemed to sort of placate Emma. So maybe it's going to sort of, it's going to normalise itself now and, and move forward. I hope it kind of does rather than Emma just turning into a bit of a nutter. I, just... I, want, I wonder how it's linked to also because again Ben raising some money for Lola and Jay to pay off for the honeymoon yeah. to pay off for all the souvenirs and the trinkets mm. that they had bought for Lexi while they went away yeah. that that was yeah. mentioned because Ben said oh I've just you know just got a big job uh booked in for the for the archers and so that's going to pay off a lot of money I can pay that off for Jay so I'm wondering at some point that's going to include emma somewhere because we know emma's Maybe. wealthy we, 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 you know, we get the impression that emma is wealthy she's made a bit of money. For herself yeah all right so she's got a bit of money tucked away that she could help out if she wants to would that be then her way in of then being able to kind of always be able to kind of bring up to jay, uh, jay that like you know i i was able to help help you out of a hole so you need to let me spend time with my daughter now and stop interfering yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, also, I I know that Pat, Patsy Kensett apparently wasn't um wasn't too well around this time. So I wonder if the storylines had to be rewritten a little oh, bit really? to accommodate oh, that. No. Yeah, apparently, apparently That's... she's got. Uh, um, so I wonder if the storyline's been sort of rewritten a little bit to sort of try and accommodate an earlier exit than they would have liked for the character. So oh, that's a that's shame. Half, that's so bad, that's isn't it? When you yeah, like introduce so maybe, a character into a show and then immediately yeah. they then have I mean, to be I, taken care of. I mean, I'm going purely by what Patsy Kensett said on Instagram. Like there was a shot of her and she said that she hadn't been well and that would have tied in with when she was filming at EastEnders. So mm. it, it, the suggestion was that she kind of had left it early. So I might, I, I'm just kind of put, putting two and two together and possibly coming up with seven. I don't know, but it's, you know, that's a possibility maybe as to why this has gone in the direction it has. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I'll sort, you know, you can sort of stick with it. If this kind of now goes in the direction of Emma sort of behaving herself from here, maybe becoming a little bit overprotective Lola, but with understandable reasons there, then then fine. But doing the whole sort of thing where she's actively trying to manipulate Jay out of the situation completely feels, feels especially with Lola being in the situation that she is now, where she is actively now getting worse. Mm. Um, and, she's trying, and they're trying to come to terms with that. And the fact that the chemo is now no longer working and there's more and more symptoms starting to appear. Again, that feels like it's a strong enough story in itself without having an additional sort of person trying to manipulate things from, from above. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. Emma is definitely manipulating, I feel, um, because mm. like she says, she gave, she gave Lexi her phone number. She whispered, you know, let me know what's going on. Yeah. This was the first time Lexi's kind of like 
phoned her and the kind of she let the the, the cat out of the bag immediately that the reason she was there was because she gave Lexi her phone number. So she was kind of, you know, she could have kept that secret maybe for a little bit longer, perhaps. Um, I did like the line that Lex Lola said to Emma is like, I taught my daughter uh, that you don't lie. And like the whole reason we've got to this point is because Le Lola's been doing to poor Lexi is lie to her to stop her, obviously yeah, for yeah, good yeah. intentions to stop her, you know, yeah, being yeah. upset and in pain. Um, but I wonder again, I wonder how much Lexi's going to play a part in Emma's manipulation too, because, you know, Emma's clearly put honey to her side now i think honey's kind of more mm. sympathetic toward emma she's got lola on her side clearly jay's still a little bit cautious but is, is willing to give her the benefit of the doubt i think lexi's on, on her yeah. side. So emma's kind of getting the right people to I, will her and her relationship for lola and when billy's out the picture it kind of makes it easier for yeah her. i would maybe disagree that honey is completely on emma's side i feel right. like honey i feel like honey might be keeping an eye on emma a little bit more obviously jay's going to be distracted because to be honest with you i've forgotten that honey lived there yeah, i know <laughs> i forgot that, I forgot that she was still <laughs> like immediately up. involved in the story yeah i was like why is honey doing the washing up uh and then remembered so or i wonder if like, on the ipad yeah <laughs> that <was> <laughs> um i wonder if um I wonder if, because they had that conversation, that quite strong conversation where Honey literally just laid it on the line and said, look, this is the situation and you've now just come in, you're coming into this situation very, very late. So you're not really in the position to be throwing too many opinions out about the situation. Thanks to you. So I wonder if Honey will be sort of kind of keep up, keeping up mm. that role because clearly she still cares about Jay and, still, and Jay still cares about her in a completely platonic way, which is really nice and actually quite refreshing to see. So yes. I'd, I'd, I'd encourage that to kind of keep going going but yeah maybe i mean maybe i'm just being a bit harsh on it but it just this week it felt unnecessary i would i would argue because yeah. everything else was so strong with it so I, yeah i don't know i i just wonder what where, where we're getting what point where the it goes end is oh you know what yeah. i mean yeah and where the end is for for lola not, not to sound you know crass but like obviously she is going to die so i wonder yeah, yeah, yeah. at what point that because if you she's could, dead by christmas yes well, well, well there's a picture of her on the bar so you kind of make an impression that she's it's kind of christmas. some kind of memorial but then does that, there's <laughs> yeah. that memorial because it's at christmas when she dies you know what i mean Maybe. or is it because they're kind of just raising a glass to her on christmas day you know it's, it's, i can't i can't i can't put the jigsaw piece together to like where, where this is to her ultimate de demise and, and as soon as i know this sounds weird thing to say. As soon as I know Lola's, when Lola's dying, I think I can then work out for when they need to pull back the reins of Emma. Because I'd hate to think that on the like the very last scene you see is Lola having this this kind of confrontation with her, Emma, and Jay, and that, mm. that the Lola's final scene is her basically having this. Um, I want a nice. I want a nice loving death between where she's surrounded by her surrounded oh, by her loved ones or just exactly. kind of cradled in jay's arms yeah and i doesn't feel like emma's going to be there at the death I that's what i'm thinking yeah oh. which again makes it seem like it's unnecessary for her to be there even yeah. now at this stage you know yeah. I, i'm sure they will fix this i you know i, I it feels like there's you know, there must uh, it's it just feels a little bit kind of Especially when she was like being that and like that and mankind and actually quite mm. bitchy this week, where she was kind of doing a smirk and saying, "Yeah, I said leave," and like just being just being unpleasant. It sort of feels like an odd, an odd sort of character to put into a storyline like this. So yeah, I'm with you. I don't know where she's going to fall into mm. the sort of um, the events leading up to Lola's death and Lola's death itself. So it's going to be interesting to sort of see play out. But we'll have mm. to wait and see. And on the second note, I just want to say that after the scene we had in the hospital where Jay said, you're my life, you're in my entire life. And, yeah. um, you know, that. And they hugged really hard. And that moment, 
do not EastEnders. I'm looking at you, EastEnders. Do not. We're, we're not here to. We're not. I'm not here to patrol you anymore. Right? Okay. <laughs> do not do something where Jay does something really, really bad while Lola dies on her deathbed. Because if you do, also that he misses it. Our relationship will all ends up sleeping with honey or something stupid like he that. Do that. He well, they better not. That. I'm telling you that now. I'm telling you that now. Or else our, our relationship is you. severed. Severed, I'm telling you. They think they care about offending you now, Alex. They better, so they better care. <laughs> anyway, so there, there we go. That was this week's uh, EastEnders. This week's episode yes. of EastEnders. Uh, highs and lows. Like I said, Brian Kirkwood wrote a couple of episodes. They were fun. Mm-hmm. I'm have to say, I think the top of the week was stronger than the end back end of the week. But yeah. not to say, again, it's just chugging along. It's all good fun. Um, yeah. uh, but you guys have been getting in touch with us as well with all your thoughts and theories uh, about the show on our Facebook and our Twitter and we're going to read some of them out and discuss them right now on I Want to Gossip. You know me, I ain't want to gossip. So thank you for everyone who got in touch with us on our social media and on our email. Uh, all the details are at the end of the episode. Uh, and we're starting with Stacey Connor on our Facebook group, which uh, and she has written, Seriously, when Ravi first came into EastEnders, I thought, yes, eye candy. But his true <laughs> colours have shown, and I fear we have a narcissistic psycho in our midst. My gran calls him a W anchor emoji of Wolford. Oh, your gran sounds wow. like she's got a potty mouth, Stacey. Foul mouth. I wash her mouth out. I would. Honestly. <laughs> mouth mouth granny. Do you feel like the way they've turned, have turned rude, Ravi? Ravi rude nanny Stacey. Because they haven't really changed Ravi. I know she's, he's like easy on the eye. Yeah. But he's, he's always been kind of like a yeah, nasty character, I, hasn't I, he? This is the thing. I think it's easy to forget the fact that we when we met Ravi, he was in prison. And yes. then he Bill's killed... Henchman. And then he killed someone and then was yes. quite easily keeping that death under covers, which I feel like we're never going to speak of again. It's got that vibe to it, doesn't it? This week they mentioned Kirat, remember they, um, Vinny mentioned it to Stacey. Yes. That his hearing was happening. Week. And Stacey yes. was like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for you, Kirat. Five, yeah, no, five weeks later, Bored waiting. But it's very easy to forget that he had all that because of the fact that he's been around for quite a while now. Uh, and has had like you know sort of normal stuff like getting the restaurants and mm. and uh, you know the odd little romance. But he's a manipulative bad boy. He's a manipulative, manipulative, manipulative bad boy. Oh, yeah, there we go. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think we've got a lot more of this to come. So Nanny Stacy is going to continue to be angry. I feel. I like Nanny Stacy. Please do let Nanny us Stacey. know if um, Nanny Stacy has any other comments. In fact, mm. send us. All email us alexwolfweekly@gmail.com yeah. or robwolfweekly@gmail.com. Mm. Email everything that your nan thinks of all the characters, <laughs> and I guarantee next yes. week we'll we'll do her review and we'll discuss it yeah. together. Do that. Um, so go. please do that if you're listening. Um, Jesse Art has said uh, on our Facebook group, uh, "I love even Suki together so much. They're just what we need in the show." I also kind of feel like Nish has suspicions, and it's so scary to watch. I have he this feeling this. that a picture of Eve and Suki in bed is going to be on her cloud or something, but yes. I hope not. Nish seems like he's always two steps ahead. That, you well, said that's this my, last week, didn't you? I did. Yes, I certainly yes. did. So I'm glad someone agrees with me. Yes. I, yeah, it's, it's a funny one. I, I know what you mean, the fact that Nish feels like he's the sort of manipulator that, that is so much further ahead in the game than, you know, the, in the chess game than Suki thinks mm. he is. Um, and that photo, you know, photos like that, even if you press delete, you know, you've got the cloud. Always in the cloud. 
the height of my technology know-how with all that sort of thing. Someone tell Stacy on OnlyFans. That's going to be in the yes. world forever. Yes. We learned that, you know, we've learned that before on EastEnders. Mm, indeed. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think that photo is going to kind of come back and haunt them. Um, and, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I just feel that Nish's arrogance wouldn't allow him to think that his wife would do that. You know, because he's so, because he is so he kind of clear that if you cheat on me, I'm going, then. I know, but he, because he's been so clear with the fact that if you cheat on me, I'm going to kill the person that you cheated on me with. All right. So that's happening. So I feel like he's so arrogant that he would believe that that would be enough mm. to kind of prevent that. And he's now done this whole thing. He did that whole thing with Mitch to sort of prove that point and sort of been evil about it. Um, and that I, maybe in his brain was enough for it, but you, I, I live to be surprised, and I wouldn't kind of be surprised if he knows a little bit more about Eve and he's letting on. But we'll have to wait and see. It's just, we? it's just the suspicion of it. But leading actually mm. to what you were saying about what, what would, what would he do if he found out? Um, we got a really interesting yes. comment from Connie O'Shea, um, and she uh, wrote about uh, what Heather Pierce, the actress who plays Eve, had said on a radio interview. And she said, lesbians quite often meet a bad end, like proportionately way more so than any other. And the one yes. thing I did say to the producers was, if you want to get rid of me, they're open to talking. At any point, you can get rid of me, but I'm asking you now, don't kill her off. Don't kill off the lesbian. Let's break that trope. If, if no longer suits you that I'm here and there's no more stories or whatever, let's not leave it like that. And they've agreed and that was literally my only condition. So that's interesting. That yeah. is interesting that you know Heather Pierce has said that, um, and you know it's quoted that she said that as well. Um, so I, I feel like she is. I hope she's safe. But there is that trope, and we've talked about it before. There is that trope, yeah, from soaps and TV. The, the, the killing off of the lesbian, you know, you, yeah, really weird. Kill gay, the kill your gay trope. Yeah, but it's always lesbians, isn't it? It's very rarely yeah. uh, two gay men. It's always it's always two yeah. women. Yeah, it's well. I, I said gay in terms of you know the whole sort of thing, rather than the spectrum, know. the rainbow, yeah. the LGBTQ yeah, yeah. plus community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting, and she's and you know it's it's right to point out because you know look at Ben, you know in terms. Of, I mean, I know he, you know he's a man and goes with men, but in terms of you know the the, the gay thing, it's you know he's lost partners for, because of that. And oh, that's I, true. I agree with Paul, about that. I feel like I, he lost Paul. Paul um and I agree about the um about the lesbian things so it's interesting that if, if that if that's true that she's got to kind of put into a contract that she can never be killed off and, <laughs> you know, get rid of me whatever way you like but I'm not dying I think that's interesting and I think it's good it sends a good message so yeah um but if anything that's that protects her from Nishi's wrath in a lot of ways isn't it <laughs> well it does I uh, no, it's like yeah, a, it's like an immunity shield isn't it yeah, it's like some it's like yes. she'll, 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 she won't be Nish killed she'll run, she Nish run up to her Nish will run up to her with a blunt <laughs> instrument and he's will just be stood there with his contract going like Ursula in the Little Mermaid slammed against the bridge like lowering yes. it down look at this contract <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so because I wouldn't I'd hate to think that Eve would be killed off because she's just a wonderful character. This week, I've really enjoyed mm. scenes again oh, with her and Stacey together. That, that scene on the stairs where Stacey was so relieved, she was crying. She wrote that uh, yeah. card to Lily. And just that kind of contact. And I love that they keep bringing up that, you know, they're married and there's that, that kind of like yeah. weird, that weird I, relationship between them. But it's so Eve lovely between is them. She's such a strong character. Mm. And she's got so many kind of fingers in pie, so to speak. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not doing an innuendo <laughs> that Eve did earlier this week either. Um, no. But, you know, she's very, she can be very easily kind of put around in different character groups in the square. Works great with the Panasar story. Works amazingly in the Slater household. I love her with, I love her in the Slater yeah, so much. Fits right and, in, doesn't she? Yeah. She's, and you can tell she's one of these that clearly will be a friend to everybody. You can see a lot mm. of people kind of just becoming friends with Eve and she would slot into someone else's story quite nicely. She's such a calming great. influence as well. When yeah. Stacey and Kat were having that argument and Jean was trying to kind of extinguish it and she was like, no, Jean, mm. they need 
need to have it out. Come with me. Out, we'll have the rest out. of that fajita or whatever we're eating and the uh, wine and just leave them to it. Yeah, I love Eve. I absolutely love Eve. And yeah. I'll be really disappointed if they did decide to kill her off. Um, so they're the comments. Um, it, I chose Facebook comments this week for a reason. That's mm. right. I have because we have some interesting news uh, since obviously we, as we know, we're, we're moving or I'm moving on. I'm not doing the podcast anymore. Rob is taking the mantle. He's then going to continue with his own podcast. Very exciting news. Can't wait for that to come. But um, Rob is also taking over some more stuff as it were. And that is the Facebook group, isn't it, Rob? <laughs> it is indeed. So uh, what, when did we say after, after this week, after I don't know, week? you've been negotiating with Ben. I've had no oh, yeah. involvement whatsoever. I've just been you're leaving. in the background. You're not involved. I... <laughs> you're not involved, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, over the next week or so, you might, if you're on the Facebook page, which please, I encourage you to join because we've still got some awful weekly still to come. And if you're going to be hanging around for the new podcast, that's going to be uh, where a lot of information uh, is going to be found and episode discussions and, and everything like that. We've got a great community on there, some really nice people and over 700 members on there, incidentally, as well. So come and join in the fun. Uh, and yes, you will notice a bit of uh, rebranding going on over the next couple of weeks. So stick around for that. And that's about all for this week, isn't it, Alexander? So thank you very much for listening and viewing and being here in general. We love you dearly. And you can hear, have your comments and thoughts read out uh, by doing any of the following. You can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at Walford Weekly. You can follow us on Facebook at Walford Weekly Podcast on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe and click the bell to get notifications about our spoiler videos. And you can listen to us on Apple uh, Spotify or any of your favourite <laughs> podcast sites. Email us at robwolfordweekly at gmail.com or alexwolfordweekly at gmail.com I did, I did over a hundred episodes of saying uh, that final spiel in the same way and now you've fallen out with I some know. of the podcast providers and now it's completely thrown no. me off track. No, I haven't fallen I've, out with them. Uh, and then they, I've still got to learn a new spiel when I do my own. The word they, were they? Demanding, they were demanding money for. Want, have I said well, you know this what publicly? Do. I'm not sure. You want to sell your feet pics? So that'll, that'll I might. I might. Yeah. There no, they go. were demanding. They were demanding money for them to archive it, and um, oh. I was like, no, because I can archive it for free. And it's they were like, YouTube, sure, thanks. go on then. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. But um, oh, there we are. There you are. Right, there there you are. Orange. Stinging I know. I'm orange. just. Having, I, I'm really Stinging hungry. Up, just having. Your, just having your breakfast. There we are. Then. So. We're st we've still got Warford Weekly to come for the next uh, three uh, three more episodes after two this. More is it? Two after more this episodes. One. Next week's the penultimate episode. Oh my golly gosh. So um, make sure you're here for that. Until then, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from myself. Have a lovely week, everyone. Bye. Bye.